precious feeling of shame. One of the problems of the work of the month of Elul is the language of confession, sin and repentance. We want to get closer to God. We understand that the whole message of the month of Elul is about getting closer to God. But the emphasis on looking at areas in our lives where we've messed up and wish we'd acted differently and the feelings of shame this arouses is difficult for us all. Shame is a feeling we dislike. In fact, it's a feeling we even find hard to acknowledge. The sages tell us that the reason we come into this world at all to do the work of Torah and Mitzvot is so that we should earn, even in the tiniest measure possible, the good that God wants to give us in his purpose of creation. Without doing this work, the pleasure in the goodness of God when we receive it would be marred by the feeling of shame. In this world, we do feel shame. The expression which opens the Slichot prayer is the verse, You are righteous and we are ashamed. Also, the traditional confession starts, We are not arrogant to say we've not sinned, but we have sinned. Where does this feeling of shame come from? It comes from an awareness of the discrepancy that exists between ourselves and the divine. When we act in ways that are not in the divine or consonant with the divine, we feel shame. Shame, then, is a warning for us. It's literally a red light which lights up on our faces and burns in our hearts. It is a stop sign to tell us when we're not in congruence with our own divinity, our soul. So the feeling of shame is a warning system. It helps us know when we've deviated from the path that is right for our soul and helps us correct ourselves. Without the feeling of shame, we would not know how to grow towards God. It is actually a precious gift to be able to feel shame. This is very different from the general way society today views the feeling of shame. Today, we feel ashamed of feeling shame. We don't even want to acknowledge when we are ashamed. We prefer to brazen it out. This might be because we live in societies which are very goal-orientated, societies in which we're taught to feel shame if we're different from the herd, if we don't get the right marks, if we don't get the right jobs, or if our relationships don't run smoothly. Our leaders don't show shame when they've got things wrong. But the sages of the Talmud regarded the feeling of shame in an altogether different light. They saw the feeling of shame as a positive feeling. Shame comes from the discrepancy between our acts and our divinity. By acknowledging the feeling of shame as positive, they accepted the fact of our humanness, but they also demonstrated their belief in the worthiness of each human being in our potential that we can reach up to the divine. In Hebrew, the term to sin means to miss the mark. In the language of today, we would say to mess up. We all mess up. And then we feel shame as we intuitively sense the separation between us and the divine. 
The Ramban, who elicited the laws on tshuva, includes the feeling of shame as one of the main elements of confession. These are his words. Regarding all the mitzvot of the Torah, whether the positive ones or the negative ones, if a person transgressed one of them, whether by accident or on purpose, he should make tshuva and return from his sin, and he needs to confess what he did before God, blessed be he, as tis said, a man or woman, if he should do any of the sins, rebelling against the Lord, then that soul is guilty, and they should confess their sin. This constitutes the mitzvah of confession, which is a positive commandment. How does one confess? He says, Please God, I sinned, I acted wrongly, and I transgressed before you, and I did such and such, and I am sorry, and I feel shame for my action, and I will never do such a thing again. So we see that the feeling of shame is an integral part of the confession. Also, the sage Rabbeinu Yonah counts the feeling of shame as one of the foundations of tshuva and explains that it involves two components. Busha, which is the feeling of shame that originates from within us, from our own inner knowing, and klima, which is the feeling of shame we feel because of what others think of us. Busha, then, is the feeling of shame which stems from an inner awareness of our own divinity. Rabba, the son of Hanina Saba, in the name of Rav, says in the Talmud, Anyone who does a transgression and is ashamed of it, his sins are all forgiven. As it says, In order that you remember and to be ashamed, and you will no longer have an excuse by reason of your humiliation, when I forgive you for all that you have done, says the Lord God. Ezekiel chapter 16 The feeling of shame arises from the discrepancy between the failure and the level of the person. A child who gets his clothes wet by playing in a puddle doesn't feel ashamed, but an adult who spills his drink on himself in public does. Similarly, Whoever knows his own value feels shame when he looks at the low level in which he acted. So, someone with a good self-esteem feels appropriate shame when he's messed up. He knows he is a child of God. He's acted in a way that was unworthy of him. But whoever doesn't feel shame shows he does not understand his own value as a human being. He doesn't feel the lowliness of the failure to live up to himself as a precious creation of God. A tzaddik who stumbles in sin is likened to a man who, when going straight, stumbles on a stone or on a branch and straightway notices his own failure. He quickly gets up, shakes himself off and is careful from now on to look where he's going. But someone who falls because his way is entirely made up of obstacles doesn't take note of an individual fall and doesn't feel shame from it. Then he needs to consider his whole way of life. He needs to make serious changes in his whole way of being. This is why the Gemara says, whoever feels ashamed, then his sin is forgiven. Because his shame proves that he knows and feels that the sin was not appropriate to him and was not fitting to his level. When the children of Israel heard the Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai, they were frightened and ashamed and asked of Moses, you speak with us and we will listen, but don't let God speak with us lest we die. But Moses said to the people, Fear not, for God has come in order to try you, 
and in order that his awe shall be upon your faces, so that you shall not sin. This means that the feeling of shame has a positive value. The children of Israel should feel shame, for shame leads to fear of sin, fear of doing an action which is going to cause us to be separated from God. From here, the sages have said it is a good sign if a man is shy. Others have said, if a man is shy, he will not sin easily. In the Hebrew language, feeling shame and feeling shy are the same word. Indeed, there are three signs which single out the Jewish people. They are merciful, they are shy, and they do acts of loving kindness. One of the signs of being Jewish is our ability to feel shame. As we saw, after the children of Israel heard the first two commandments, they requested Moses that he should speak with them rather than God himself. According to tradition, Moses rebuked them and said, Isn't it better you learn from God himself rather than from me? Moses thought, since Israel would be able to hear all the Torah from God, why should they miss this incredible opportunity? But, as it is recorded in the scripture in Deuteronomy, God answered Moses, saying, They have done well in all that they have spoken. Would that their hearts be like this, to fear me and to keep all my commandments all the days, that it might be well with them and with their children forever. That is to say, that even though it would be better to hear the words from God himself, nevertheless, so precious is the feeling of shame that arose in the children of Israel, that they did well in all that they had spoken since the feeling of shame testified that they understood the special standing of the revelation of the Creator. For behold, a creature of flesh and blood stands before the Creator of the world. He's filled with shame when he knows the mighty distance between himself and God. It was this shame that led the children of Israel to ask Moses to act as intermediary for the rest of the Torah. The feeling of shame is a precious feeling one which marks us out as a member of the Jewish people, a feeling we first acquired at the revelation of God on Mount Sinai, a feeling which is related to our inner self-esteem, a feeling which relates to our inner divinity. It is a feeling which protects us from doing wrong and helps us put right whatever we have done wrong and that we are sorry for. The feeling of shame is one that is precious to us, but the Torah forbids us ever to cause shame to another human being. And this is to honour each person's status as a God-created creature of immense potential. From all that we have learned, we can understand more clearly the meaning of the feeling of shame that is inherent in Tshuva and inherent in the month of Elul. For indeed, the main act of Tshuva is in standing before God. The Tana, Rabbi Yehuda ben Tema said, the feeling of shame leads to the Garden of Eden. This audio recording is brought to you from the Horace School 
established by Yadita Cohen for the study of the Kabbalah as taught by Rabbi Yehudalev Ashlag. Studies with Yadida Cohen are available through the Nahoa School online. Details at www.nahoaschool.com or www.nahoapress.com.